Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Well Now at Podcast. I'm not going to lie. This is the second time I recorded. The first time the audio was whack. It was so bad. And I was sitting like on the couch and Toffee was right beside me and she was just like snoring. It was just like not a good, you know, sound. I didn't, I thought it wouldn't pick up all the background sound. So I'm currently in WeWork. Um, so it's a co-working space and I'm in this like sound box. So I feel like the audio is going to be really good. It's closed in. Um, Jordan just recorded a podcast for work and he said the audio was really good. So if it's not good, I'm doing something wrong. I'm so sorry. So I was struggling a little bit for uh, today's topic. And I was like, should I do research on something really weird and quirky or should I talk about something I'm passionate about? So I'm going with option B. Um, I'm going to be talking about uh, meeting new people and networking, both personally and professionally. And once you kind of learn these skills, um, you know, you can have them, you know, they're intertwined personally and professionally because you end up making connections in your personal life that could help you with your career um, and then vice versa. So. I want to start a little bit more professionally and talking about how to get into networking because I find now it's quite hard to go to these in-person events. I've been to a couple women in business events um, just by accident in Victoria and I was able to meet some really cool women that I'm still connected with now. Um, but I know that's not always the case and I know it's it's hard to get to some events and when there's some like online or like a big Zoom call, I feel like it's not as engaging and you can't really shine and show your personality through a Zoom call, um, especially when it's such a big group. So if you're going to start networking um, and I'll talk also about like tips maybe for interviews as well, I think the best part is to have a uh, LinkedIn profile. Um, and an updated LinkedIn profile. So if you don't have LinkedIn, definitely go start one today, right after this episode. So if you have a LinkedIn profile, you wanna make sure the first thing that they see is your image, make sure it's a professional photo. Mine was actually done in a studio for work, but the one I had done before, my friend took it on her camera, her DSLR. It was like obviously appropriate. I was wearing a cool jacket. I'm smiling in my photo, so it's quite approachable. My cover photo um, right now, it's just like nature of trees. And if you're a photographer, you can use a photo that you've used. If it's a company you're working for, usually they have templates um, or you can kind of just use anything. You can kind of make it fun. Um, so that's on the photo and the visual side of things. And I also have, so there's a feature on LinkedIn where you can do uh, your audio or you can start say your name. So my name isn't hard to say, but some people sometimes think my last name is pronounced Lockie. So I go on and say Savannah Lock, just like a personal personal touch there. And then next is the bio. And next is the header line. You want to make sure it's like really strong. That's what people see beside your name. So if it's if you don't have a job in your field yet, you can use actionable words. Um, some people I know use like three action words of like creative, photographer, whatever, um, or you can be like determined, blah, 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 and like the job that you want or actively seeking all those words. I'm, I use the word, um, and I had a mentor really emphasize this. So if you're bilingual by any means, put that in your uh, header. Mine is bilingual social slash PR at Justin Say Feature Media. And then I have like a little dash line with the emoji, like a podcast mic, podcast host. And then I have hashtags, um, talks about podcasts, social media, influencer. So if I really want to stand out, because most of my job, most of the time in my job, I'm using my LinkedIn to reach out to companies. So I like to have uh, my employer right at the top, PR. So I'm like on the PR team. I'm like, let's say I was looking for uh, producer roles in the future. So 
I do do producing. I just didn't include that in my title. I can change it. So it's right at the top, but having bilingual is really important, especially if you are in Canada, if you speak French, that's amazing. Spanish, Italian, anything is that it will be an asset. Um, and it has been an asset for me. So ever since my mentor told me that I've changed it right away and it was a great idea. So next you'll have your featured section. So once you get into posting and I know it can be really scary to get into posting because it's like, what do I post? But LinkedIn is not professional scene that it used to be because of the pandemic. People are posting photos that are now LinkedIn influencers. So people are just posting about their home life or they just had a kid and people love that, how it's very like personal. So for me, I've shared some of my top posts that have like done really well or things that I just really like and they're all around my podcast. And then next, the really big part is the bios. So that's where people are looking at before your experience. Um, mine is very friendly. I think it's a great thing to do. You don't have to list off your resume because they can see that after, but I have emojis. I have like, Hey, I'm Savannah. And then I say what I'm do, what I do. I have my podcast and some of the things that you might not know about it. And then I also have fun facts just because I don't know, it's kind of fun. And if people want to connect with me, they're like, Hey, I saw that you have a black belt in kickboxing. Like, so do I. And then we can connect off of there. And in your experience, you want to list off um, actual words. So like developed, participated, championed. If you have any big number figures, put them there. If you have links, like if you're a writer, add your blog posts there. Um, and then the rest, you can add like volunteering and certifications, but people kind of stop scrolling after the experience. But I think the main part is having a really strong header, your photo and a bio. So once you have your profile, you get that done. And I know if you're not like a natural, you know, networker or you're not even tech savvy, like just do a little bit per day, just like make the profile the first day, maybe choose your header, do your experience. And then bit by bit, you can kind of work and chip away at your bio. Um, and then next is posting, which I feel like most people are just on LinkedIn, maybe lurking around, they don't post. I highly recommend posting because the best thing about, about LinkedIn is once you post and then um, someone else likes it or shares it, it goes onto their timeline and a whole new round of connections get to see it. Uh, so I think it's really just great exposure. You can talk about anything, even if you, let's say you're fresh into the industry that you want to get into, you have no experience. You just asking, being like, what are some tips or how to get an experience at first? Maybe it's just like one or two likes, but people will notice it. And if you start connecting with people that, you know, they likely have a network that they can share to the posting. I know it's terrifying, but you don't have to make it super formal at all. Um, I think just like putting content out there is really important. So from there, when you have your LinkedIn profile and let's say you do meet someone, like a resume is good, obviously, but I think a lot of companies now are passing over or recruiters are passing over um, someone's LinkedIn profile. And it shows a lot about you, especially if you're posting, if you're active, they see more of who you are. So when you're meeting someone and you wanna like share your LinkedIn profile, that's a great way to do it. And secondly, if you're on the job search and you're wanting to find a job that you really want, or even if you, let's say you, you're interested in a career and you have no idea what it's about and you want to talk to someone. So you're, the search function, LinkedIn's great. Um, so like, let's say for the job search, let's say I want a job in marketing at Tim Hortons, but there's no current job there. So you're going to want to go to the Tim Hortons page, look in the people that work there and find the people in marketing. You're going to want to add them. Um, and then add a note. Definitely don't just send like a quick ad because they're like, why are they adding me? And just when you're adding a note, just be like, hey, um, and if they've done something on their profile, maybe comment on it. Um, and you can say, or you could also be like, um, I'm new to the industry. I think, you know, what you, the work you've done is really great. Um, would love to chat. 
and then send out those messages. You can you know, stick to that kind of group of people. Even HR recruiting is really good. And not everyone answers their LinkedIn right away. So definitely be patient. And uh, once they do, definitely follow up because sometimes when you send a message, people just accept your invitation, but they won't necessarily write a message back. So follow up with them, want to get them off of LinkedIn and like hopping on a call or an email. And so if, I think the best part is just, sorry, the, the next step would be to just ask for emails and a phone number. It's a little personal or maybe an email, like instead of a call, what's best for you. Another tip that um, Paige C actually posted on her LinkedIn was that she would give people for their time, like a $5 Starbucks gift card or some sort of gift card, just to say like, hey, I appreciate your time. Especially if it's someone quite high up and they're like really busy, but they wanna help you out, that's another great way. Um, so that's a good way of finding jobs. And if you're wanting, if you're curious about an industry that you don't know, look up a company that you're interested in, find someone's role that looks pretty cool, just message them. Chances are they wanna help. And another tip is, if you went to university um, or college or anything, you can look on that page and there's a bunch of alumni and they're always willing to help. Like I know if a business student, a current business student would ask me for help or advice, I'm more than happy to help out. So definitely check out the alumni pages or any groups that you've been in the past if you didn't attend post-secondary school. Um, so that those are my tips on LinkedIn. Make a profile, post, network, find the people, do a lot of dating. Like I'm sure... If you're listening to a podcast and you're social media savvy, then like go on there, stalk the people that you want, try to add them and then see where that goes and make sure to follow up. Um, so there's that. And another quick tip maybe on interviews, um, if it's job, uh, definitely have um, a set of questions after when they have the interview. Um, and a couple of questions that I'd like to ask are, um, what are some of the challenges that you see in this role? You know, like how, so you're pretty much asking like, where's the gap? How can I fix it? Or where's the problem? How can I help? Um, and then as well as uh, where do you see success in the next six months of this role, 12 months a year? Another like cheeky one is, is asking at the end, is there anything on my resume that you, that you were curious about or you don't think would be a good fit for this role? Just like, you know, just asking about more if they want to clarify. And then if there's something maybe not alarming, it's kind of a, like a strong word, but maybe your experience, you're applying for marketing, but your experience at this, at Subway, for example, doesn't really relate. They could ask about that and you can further explain how there's connection in those skills. Um, so those are like a quick tip for interviews. Um, I'll go maybe on the more personal side of things of like networking once you've built your profile. I can also do a deeper dive on LinkedIn if anyone's interested. When it comes to like networking and meeting important people, so that's my tip for online because I think that's the easiest way to get to it. Hop on a Zoom call, um, ask someone for coffee, and then you can like pay for their coffee. So in terms of like personal life and meeting friends in your 20s, so I'm 25, and I know it can be really hard because most people work from home. I've heard in Vancouver, so I've, like Jordan's obviously new to Vancouver. I had a few other people that I know that have recently moved to the city. They find that, you know, Vancouverites are like friendly, but everyone has their group of friends, their circle of friends, and they're not really willing to leave those groups of friends. Like they'll, they'll be friendly with you at the beginning, but they have their core group. So why are they wanting to make more friends? That's what I've heard is the trouble. So for me, I'm, I'm born here. I do um, have a lot, most of my friends out here, but I wanted to meet a really cool group of women. And I started joining um, F45. And I used to go a couple of years ago with my sister in North Van. And now that I moved um, this new location, it's like, there's a lot of young people 
And I've made some really great friends and like amazing women and like great support systems. And I think it's really cool um, because at 45, yes, you're working out. So I think it's also a great motivator and you're working on yourself while also um, making new connections. And there's no mirrors there. People are all different sizes and experience and levels of fitness, but everyone's out there just to like have fun. And it's definitely a really hard workout. And what I think it's really cool is I'm meeting people completely outside of any circles that I've made previously. So for example, when I went to UVic, there's a lot of people um, who went to the North Shore, which is where I grew up. So I already knew friends of friends. So there was connections, whereas um, at 45 now, they were completely new people. Um, so I was able to kind of get outside of that, that echo chamber. And I really like it because as I've talked about previously on the podcast, I had like a damaged relationship with uh, food and exercise and just meeting such great women and a studio that really values like just feeling good, not necessarily the physical aspect that has helped me tremendously. So for me, it was joining a gym where I got to meet a bunch of new people. If you're not a sporty person or active person in that sense, or you don't like the gym, you know, there are other communities that you can meet people. Uh, But if you are sporty, there's a lot of intramurals that you could join like soccer, ultimate volleyball. And if you're not wanting to do the whole active sporty thing, um, So there's quite a few TikTokers that will like Ben, who I interviewed, he will get groups together um, doing like a cold plunge in Vancouver. There's another TikToker, I'm forgetting his name, but I'll try to put his name in the bio. He creates groups of like meeting people and hanging out because he knows how hard it is for people to meet in Vancouver. So he does that. And um, I think the first meetup was like a couple of people. Now it's gotten to groups of people and some people have met through that. So I think that's a really great idea. I think TikTok is connecting people. A friend of mine, um, Gab, had met a girl on TikTok because they were both or one of the girls was like, hey, like I'm new to this area. Um, If you're interested in this and this and this, like I'd love to hang out or anyone that's like into the same things that I am. And Gabby reached out and now they're friends. So the Internet does make friends and TikTok is quite good because I feel like people are quite vulnerable on there. Um, So if you're like lonely, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a ski buddy. I'm sure someone will answer. Um, Speaking of TikTok, there was another girl who had said it was hard to make friends in Vancouver. So she's like, should I start a group? I'm actually part of that group. I haven't been to a meetup yet, but it's like the van girlies where they do meetups at the park and people just like hang out. They do quite a few. So there's definitely opportunities to do so. Um, But this is coming from someone who is uh, pretty outgoing, I would say. Um, And I do like networking. So if you are anxious and, you know, this could be really hard to take that first step. And I'm not saying that you need to do all these things all at once. These are like baby steps that you can take to get there in terms of either professional or personal. You know, I could be your accountability buddy. It's great if you can find someone else in the same boat. They could be your motivator as well if you're going through it, you know, going through the same thing. So, yeah, personally, I think in the personal life in your 20s, it is hard to make friends. Um, But if you join some sort of communities, usually they're willing to just be open. um, And that can be, you know, anything. I think the other thing is when you're in your 20s, I feel like there's a lot of things going on. You're busy um, and Vancouver is quite big. So if you live like on the North Shore, for example, and you make a friend of kids, that's still like 40, 45 minute drive. I think it's like if you make a connection, it's really worth it. You got to keep yourself accountable to spend that time. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be in person. It's like even just sending a text message. So let's say you meet a new friend and you want to like prolong that relationship. You want to you know further that relationship. So texting them, you don't have to like see them every week, but just like, hey, like, how are things going? And then you can kind of progress the relationship there. So I had 
a friend of mine through uh, university. I didn't know her too well, recently reached out to me, just like hang out, grab coffee. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, and we had such a great conversation. It was just felt very fitting and timely that we got to connect at this time. And I always really enjoy that. So, and also who doesn't love like coffee little dates, especially if it's just like one-on-one, like if there's someone that you've been willing to hang out with, just message them. Um, and I'm sure they'll be willing to like make time and everything. So that's on the personal side of things. Another good networking group is uh, Monday Girl. I think I've talked about it before. So if you're a female and you're looking to get mentorship, Monday Girl is great. Uh, I have had multiple mentors and it's great because it's not just one mentor. And I get to choose from different categories. Like there's people in engineering, marketing, entrepreneurship, law that you can chat to. And they also have a Slack group. That's really great that you can chat with people too. Like for example, if someone's like, hey, I... I really like the company Lemon. Does anyone have any connections there? And people will help you out. It's become this like really great little community. And if you mention it, people know it. Like, especially if it's someone you're looking for a job for, like, oh my God, I love Mending Girl. Let me help you out. It kind of feels like the alumni at like the university where they're willing to help out. So that was a really great uh, networking platform that actually it works and they give really good tips. Cause sometimes I feel like you throw your money away at these Zoom calls, for example, that you feel like aren't really beneficial, but the Monday girl keeps it. It's really good to like stay on top of things and to have calls with mentors. And lastly, with networking or meeting new people, it takes time. Once you take, rip off the bandaid, you have like one combo with someone. It just gets easier and easier. So yeah, that, that's my so that's my two cents. I hope the sound was okay. Drinking my WeWork free tea. They have unlimited kombucha caffeine, which is very dangerous for me. Okay, I hope everyone has a good rest of your week. Bye.